The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio is here. Unemploymentradio.com. It was a battle. Like battles I, were had. Would I have liked it? Um. Well, let me ask you this: <laughs> Do you like when people fire real quick projectiles full of paint that hurt really bad and can hit you at any time, anywhere? And generally speaking, they're going to be twelve-year-olds that are doing this no. to you. Do no. you. Would you enjoy something like I would that? Not, I don't. You would not I would. enjoy paintballing. Okay. You I would don't. not enjoy paintballing. I, however, basically described like that. Yes, that sounds like a nightmare. I did enjoy it. It was fun, <laughs> but there were some issues, including. I need to call out one of our friends. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. Thank you for finding us. We have a lot of stuff to get to today. We do have a very special guest, Mr. Todd Armstrong. Yes. Joining us back on the show. Todd's going to be here to talk about a couple of different things. He's got a comedy show coming up tomorrow night, and he's had a kid since the last time he was on he here. Really? Yeah, he is pro created since the last time we had He's him on. created since the last time he came on. <laughs> he, there is now another uh, mini Todd in this world, and Todd's going to be talking about that here in just a little bit. I don't think is that's how he's... Is it a mini Todd said, or Toddette or I maybe not gender specific? We don't well, it know. Doesn't, I didn't say it's, it doesn't really matter. It's still a miniature version of Todd in some form. God save us all. <laughs> so Todd, Todd's going to be joining us here in just a little bit. And uh, also, I want to say thank you to everybody who has joined the Fun Employment Radio Supporters Club. FunEmploymentRadio.com slash supporter. We are that so grateful where, for each and every one of you. That is where you can sign up for that six ninety nine a month. The first week is free or $80 for the entire year. A whole slew of things that you get with it, including the fancy soon-to-be-arriving Fun Employment Radio pins, the membership pins, I have an actual been, physical metal pin that I have you have been in your hand. On, uh, I've been in constant communication with this guy. Also, by the way, the guy I'm talking to who is the manufacturer of said pins who is sending them to me, his name is Greg. Oh, really? Yeah. And that's just even more frustrating. I'm like, okay, Greg. Hi, Greg. Yeah. Greg, can you make sure and let me know? But anyway, so he has let me know. Please take note of everybody out there who is also named Greg, including Baby Greg, who we talked about last I week. I love Baby Greg. Baby Greg has done no, no you just ill said will that you hate all the Gregs, world. So. I didn't Sorry. say, not all Greg's Greg. You're a Gregist. Well, that's fine. This Greg is that's he's a little slower with we the know pins than expected. However, I heard from the other Greg. And the other Greg has informed me that indeed they have been manufactured and now he's getting ready to ship them. Which means I will let you know as soon as I get them, and then I already have the all of your addresses, and I will be mailing them out. So sure. if I don't have your address, that means maybe you aren't a member of the Supporters Club yet. So why don't you go to funemploymentradio.com slash supporter. And click and on that us. link. Yeah. Yes, indeed. If you are already a member, just uh, send us an email with your physical address. So we can mail it to you, and we'll get that out to you. But otherwise, sign up now. Make sure you're one of the first ones to get the supporters pins. All right. And – Anyway, we get we have like I said, Todd's going to be joining us here in a bit. And we have a lot of other stuff, but we did take the day off yesterday, and or, or I took the day off yesterday because I wasn't feeling very well. I had this sickness that had been building up, but I wanted to ignore it. And as I do with everything, eventually it caught up with me. So I, I did rest. I feel better today, and uh, thanks everybody for the patience on that. But part of it is, and I got to admit, I mean it's my own fault. I. I kept ignoring getting sick because I was not going to miss what happened on Sunday. Oh, boy. And that was when I went out paintballing. Yes, I went and competed in the battle of paintball on Sunday along with a number of our friends. It was part of a celebration for uh, Mr. Keelan King's the birthday. The birth of Keelan King. The birth of Keelan King, although it wasn't technically his Which birthday. Which I'm sorry, very happy week, birthday, but... Keelan. I had no interest in going and getting nailed with paintballs all afternoon. I will <laughs> say I don't think I really, and honestly, I do not think you would enjoy it. I'm, you genuinely don't think that I would? I, knowing you, I genuinely do not think you would have like, a good time. Like I like time. laser tag. Laser tag, yes. I don't like people throwing things at me, though. This, this hurts. Like it hurts when you get when you get shot. I mean, it's not the end of the world, but it does it does hurt. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I really don't think that you would, but I could be wrong. I mean, I, I could be wrong. I would say take a I look. I don't like at getting video. like pelted with snowballs. <laughs> this hurts a I've... lot more than a snowball. <laughs> okay, then yeah. I, I don't think that paintballing think, is right for me. I think you would go out there and think you're about to have fun, and then it would take one shot to the arm, and then you would. And I'd just you'd be get pissed. pissed. I, I feel like and I'd be angry the whole time. You would time. get mad at me for some reason. I could already see how it would play out. You get mad at me for some reason, even if I was on your same team, and um, you'd throw your gun down and 
and walk off. I'd, I wouldn't throw a tantrum. You're more tantrum prone than I am. No, I think you would. I honestly think you would. I I'm, think being, I'm being 100% Oh, no, you. and I, I totally to... agree with the with the paintball thing. I don't think that I would like it. But between the, the with tantrums, I think that I might beat you on that one. Yeah, you do have. Yeah. No, I think that you have more than I do. I think you said it right. No, you. In the beginning. How many people I think throw things across clear. the room and like slam things down? But I could not handle paintballing. Yes, that is the point of what I'm what I'm talking about. So um, one of the things, so with this, the way the way it all works, and I wanted to talk about it because I haven't done it in a long time, and I mean it was years and years and years ago. So this one was all outdoor, and it was really it was a lot of fun. But it is – it's weird when you show up at this thing. So the way it all works is they've got these four different giant fields and they're all fenced in with these giant almost like golf club uh, fences, you know, like when you're at a driving range. Oh, OK. Yeah. So the big giant fences. So, so they, like nobody can escape? Well, I'm, hopefully that's not it. But no, it's more just because of the paintballs. Is it like a prison fence? So they don't – so the paintballs don't go flying out and just pelt random cars and, mm-hmm. on the freeway. So you walk up though and – I, I think it was myself and our buddies Jay and, and Scott Daly arrived first of, of the whole group that was coming. And they were – we were watching one of the things go on. And while it was happening, it was it was insane. I mean the, it was all of these people yelling like like code words like, we need a snake left, snake left. I got a flank right, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yelling out all these things on these teams. So it's two teams going at each other. And there's a bunch of like inflatable – um, I don't know what you would call them, just inflatable things, obstacles that are in the middle like of this blow field. Like blow-up things? Yeah, like blow-up things, only okay. heavy-duty ones. And they're all running around it, and they're all yelling things at each other, and you just and they all have these fancy gear on and these uniforms, and like that. some of them had numbers because they're on teams, and you, and you just hear this rapid fire of all these paintballs, and we're standing there like, okay, do we have to go in and play with these guys? Because we're going to get destroyed. This is going to... Suck. You, These guys are just oh going my God, to. You pack of old nerds, just like. Oh that's my. what. No, it was seriously. It was me, Scott, and Jay standing there, like, huh? All right. I mean, we're gonna do it, but oh god, this is gonna be, this is gonna be pretty bad. And then we realized that that was a private group. We found out. Okay. So that, <laughs> and you all breathe the huge sigh of relief. A little bit more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I bet. Because you don't want to go and do something and be like, all right, well, this is going to be ruined by the spry 12-year-olds that can Yeah, they're just going to instantly destroy us and we'll be, you know, covered in paint in like a 10 seconds. And uh, and no, so it wasn't that. So this was – we went into the uh, to, to the open play section. So that was where they threw in everybody, the rookies like us and some of the better players who were the 12-year-olds in the full gear. And they walk you through these fences and, like I said, four different fields. So the first one – you know, it, it's really pretty cool how it's set up, and you just start shooting back and forth with each other. They divide you into teams. And you're on opposite. Do you have ends different colored balls? Like, does everyone have a certain color? Everybody of ball? has the same color of ball. Like, it's orange. Unless, yeah, I think you have to use their paint. So I think pretty much everybody had orange. Was the was the color of the paintballs? And you know, you start just start shooting at each other. And when you get hit, you have to raise your hands up, and then you walk over to the side of the field because you're out. And you're, you're supposed to raise your hands up so they don't keep on shooting you and thinking you're just trying to run around, but you do get shot that way. And I will say, you know, I, I took a little bit – it took a quick reminder of this isn't like a laser tag type of, th- type of thing. Once you get hit for the first time and it's like, ow, that – okay, yep, now I realize I really don't want to get hit because at first – I was kind of playing pretty loose with it, just like running around things like, ah, oh, whatever. Who cares if I get hit? It won't be a big deal. And then, boom, you get hit. You're like, oh, no. Most of this game is going to be me trying not to get hit. That's what it was. Yeah. More than hitting it's anybody else. It's just a else. game of avoidance. Uh, for, for people like me, yeah. It was more a game of avoidance. And then trying to find a spot where you don't think anybody can get you and, uh, and taking cheap shots at people. That's, that's what I was trying to do. I tried to How find out. How did that go for you? Uh, I took some people out. I, de- I definitely took some people out. I got taken out quite a bit, quite a bit myself. So you have that one, and then there's also, like, they have a, an old western town where it's, like, the shells of these buildings that they built up so you can run around the buildings. It was, uh, it was, it was, it was interesting. It was, it was interesting. They're, they were the fancy people, and I didn't see any of these. Where they the have, fancy, there's, so a, the fancy there's a hierarchy, people, like, fancy paintball Oh, rain? yes. Absolutely. The fancy people have these whole uniforms and clearly like this is what they do. 
and like these entire paintball uniforms. Like I said, some of them have jerseys. They've got pads on everything, and they've got these fancy guns that fire like a thousand paintballs a second or something. I mean, it's ridiculous. And it's really hard to compete against those guys because they clearly know what they're doing. And uh, it's and, like the richer people get like the better equipment. Well, there's the richer part as far as you can you can rent the high end stuff, but these are people who do it. This is their hobby. Like this is what they do. That's what they're into. It'd be like going, you know, going skiing, renting skis versus. No, we know a couple setup. people who are like really into mm-hmm. paintball. Yeah, games. I think, and they have like their uniforms and like mm-hmm. all their different investments. Oh yeah, I mean, and it is fun. I could see getting into it. It's it's probably not a cheap sport. I would not. Yeah, I, I would, would say not. it's not a cheap thing to get into. Um, but I mean, there were people that even had like you could buy these paint grenades or paint smoke bombs. Like you could buy a smoke bomb to throw out onto the field, and you oh and the God. paint grenade. I really wanted you would to see be somebody so broke if you like all of a sudden. Tried oh, to if make I got this into it, thing. yeah. I I would have smoke bomb paint grenades. There's smoke bombs and paint grenades. Okay. I really wanted to see somebody use a paint grenade. I never got to see anybody do it, but that's where they throw. The, it's just a, it's a paint paint grenade. It explodes paint everywhere, and I guess uh, gets rid of everyone. Uh, one of the most important things though was you were supposed to keep your helmet on at all times, and there was a pretty scary moment for me that okay. did happen. What happened? So it was in the old western town section <laughs> in the old western town like what did they have like saloon like swinging saloon doors and stuff it wasn't that fancy it was all just oh i'm picturing like, like Westworld. it was like the shell of a of buildings the shells of buildings so you could run in and hide and then like jail bars so you could like peek out the jail bars and shoot at people like, that sounds that pretty cool it was pretty cool yeah that, that was probably my favorite and so you kind of run around and uh vicky in the live chat is asking do you have to play against regulars or you just play with your own group they divide you up so they just form a line. It's like you're either one or a two, and they just count you off and divide you on teams. So you play with some people you know, with strangers, and then uh, the, you know, same same thing on the other side. So uh, it's it's completely random each time. I kind of do now that you've been described. I kind of do want to try it at least once. Maybe I'm wrong. Just Maybe so you I can would hate like it. it. Maybe you would like it. You know, I, I could be I could be wrong on it. It's a lot of running, ducking, hiding. And not and being able to be, see through. So you were saying you had to wear a mask. Can you see through that? That's actually one of the biggest problems I had. And that's that's where the higher end equipment really would come in handy because the masks that you use, they fog up. It's like renting the like snorkeling gear in uh in Hawaii. Yeah. Like it's always better to have like your own nicer stuff than the shit that's yeah. gonna leak or break. Or, yeah. 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 Uh, Edward is saying I might have more of a problem shooting strangers. Not once they start shooting at you. You get over that real quick. Then you're like, oh, okay, no, I gotta I gotta get them before they get me. And, but yeah, the the mask, that was one of the other problems. And actually, I'm going to talk about that here in a minute because that became an issue for all of us at a certain point, all of us that were there in the whole group. Um, but before that happened, I did have, I did have uh, something pretty scary happened where, so one of the main things they say, like when you walk into this huge fenced in area where all the fields are and they walk you to each place, they're always like, have your mask on at all times. Never take your mask off. Ever, 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 mm-hmm. because they don't want you to get hit in the face. And the mask covers your face and your ears, basically. And that's about it. Top of your head's completely exposed, all that stuff. So you can get shot in the head and, and all that. But, but at least your face is covered and your ears are covered. And they say, yeah, never take them off. And, and that's true. So, so you don't. So if it starts fogging up, well, sucks for you. It just means you can't see anything. So you're just kind of a sitting target there. <laughs> Until someone shoots you, you go off to the side, and you and can't you see up. anybody. Yeah, so you, so you just don't know, or you just shoot at random. But one thing that happened to me is in this Western Town thing, I was, I I made it all the way to the end. I think I was there for almost to the end of the game. I I didn't get taken out, and I was coming around this corner. I thought I could see this guy, and I look up, and boom, he's there, like like fifteen yards away from me, and just shoots me right right in the face mask. Just oh, right in your dead, face? Dead in the face. Yeah, just paint splattered all over my face. And what happened is the um, my mask flew off. It, like the paint, the, the way that he hit me, the angle, whatever, something didn't tighten. My mask flew off. Oh, wow. In the middle of this, while this guy's in the middle of shooting at me. And th- thankfully... This guy was a was a pro, which is why he was you know very good at what he was doing. He was a pro, and and 
he immediately stopped shooting when he saw the mask came off. But I mean, it just flew up into the air. Oh, leaving so it's my completely face gone. completely exposed. Oh. Like it's when a football player's helmet pops off, you know, and their head's just completely exposed. That was me. Just boom. Of course. It was gone. Can we just all step back for a second and say, of course, Greg's helmet popped off of his head? Yeah. And so the the guys that were running it, because the, the guys that are the refs that run the games, they had to be I don't anywhere from 15 to 20 years old. I mean, they all look like kids. But they were very good at what they were doing. And he, they all you know yelled, stop, 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 stop. And everybody freaked out. And I was like, I'm okay. Like the people I'm okay. in charge? Yeah. I'm like, I'm okay. I'm all right. I didn't get hit. Because it's those things are coming so fast. I mean, they could, as they said, take your eye out or break your cheekbone or... You know, if you get hit in the face, it, it could be really bad. And You're going to shoot your eye out, Greg. Yeah. No, seriously. Yeah. So I got really lucky there. Um, and then uh, I wouldn't change out my mask. That's for the kind of stuff that tighter. keeps you awake at night. Yeah. At the moment, too, I didn't even you're, – I mean, you're just you – have adrenaline and you're running. I didn't think about how close that was, mm-hmm. that I was just completely exposed while a guy is shooting at my face. Mm-hmm. That and was like when I fell off the, the bunk stopped. bed and like split my ear in half. Like how close – like that was what kept me up at night is like how close that is to like my eye. Yeah. But I just – I could not stop thinking about that for months. And now I'm thinking about it again. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that sounds kind of terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it could have been bad. And the guy that shot me, he's like, man, I've been doing this for 20 years and I've never seen that happen. Like, of course it yeah, hasn't I don't happened. know. Of course it would happen to me. Thankfully, I was okay. But with the mask fogging up thing, yeah, that became an issue later on. And, and our, uh, you, because what would happen is you'd be, we were playing another game. It was uh, Capture the Flag. And I was running around. Is that the one that you were bragging being good at? Yeah, and I did almost get to the flag. I almost got to the flag. However, I was shot by uh, what seemed to be a weird direction for a paintball. It, I, was, I was running, and I'm like, because no, nobody's supposed to be able to get behind you. There's an imaginary line the other team can't cross. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, so I'm safe behind me. And as I'm running there, all of a sudden, I hear a, I feel this, bam, a giant sting right in the back of my ribs. That doesn't sound it like just, fun. No, it no. did not. It wasn't fun. And, uh, and it hit me there, and I'm like, how the hell could anyone have shot me from that angle? There's just no way. But nonetheless, you know, you have to raise your hand and you're out. I went to the side, and then afterward I found out it was our buddy Tristan Mayer shot me in the back. He shot you in the back like a traitor? His own team. He shot me in the back when I was running. Like, did he do it on purpose? Well, he claims. Wasn't there a bounty on you? Wasn't there a bounty on you? There was supposed to be, yeah, a $5 bounty on me. He claims. Did anyone get paid that bounty? I don't know. I don't know. He claimed that it wasn't uh, that it was you know it was an accident and he couldn't see because his mask was fogged up and then he saw it curve and hit me and uh, and things yeah everybody's cheering on Tristan Mayer and nonetheless we were on the same team I mean he shot me in the back I don't know if that's necessarily a cheering wow I cannot believe he shot you in the back he shot me in the back as I was running trying to help. Our team win. Shot in the back. Well, I mean, some things are just worth it. Sometimes you have to take that shot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, as it's being noted, too, I did shoot Keelan in the side as well. So I took out a few people. Not on our own team. We were on different teams at that point. Wait, you shot Keelan on his birthday? Yes. (laughs) Damn right. I I would shoot anybody I could, I would shoot. I, I took out a few people, but I was definitely taken out myself. So it wasn't... It was it was about an even. Nah, I wouldn't even know if it was even. I'm sure I got taken out more than I took anybody else out. Yeah. I did get shot in the head though another time, and I've got a giant welt that's just above my hairline. You still do? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's yeah. It's a pretty. Yeah, I got I got nailed. The problem is with the paintballs is actually you know if they, as long as they break, it's not that bad. But I they mean, don't always break, right? But they don't always like water break. balloons. Like sometimes it hurts to be. Yeah, like I would say a too these, hard. Like I've already said, snowball. So like a too hardly pa- like a too hard packed snowball that doesn't explode. It just kind of feels like someone's throwing like a softer maybe rock. Maybe an ice ball. I would say a water balloon that doesn't explode doesn't compare to this. It depends on where it hits you. Let's go out and you go paintballing, and then you tell me afterward. Oh, thank you. If if it's the same as a water balloon, it's not the same as a water. I've balloon. been stung by a bee. Does it feel like that? 
Uh, it can. It can mm-hmm. feel like that. I mean, it's more like somebody's shooting a rock at your head because it just it doesn't explode. If it doesn't if it does explode, it's bad. And that's that's when I got the big old welt on my on my head. Um, <laughs> Courtney's asking, do you have to wear makeup to cover your welt for DT Daily? Thankfully, it's above the headline. So it's just the above my hairline. hairline. The headline? My hairline, yeah. It's right above the headline. Just above my hairline, so, so you can actually see it. But I, it's, I, I think it's fun. I would be definitely down to do it again. I mean, if you really want to try it, I think I, maybe you should. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, maybe you would like it. Mm. The other thing is, keep in mind, you crawl on the ground a lot. You're crawling around on the ground. I like crawling around There's on the ground. There's mud. Uh, there were some parts of the field where I'm not sure if that was sewer or just mud. I'm not really sure. So you, you're not going to smell very good afterward. Well, um, and, yeah, you do get shot by, uh, by 12-year-olds a lot. They're pretty good at it. They are pretty, pretty good. I don't know. What do you think? I might. Mm, yeah, I might. Yeah? Depending on who... I go with, I guess. Well, it's either you do a private group or you are in open open play. Oh. Private group, you need a lot of people to fill that up. Like a private group, I'd probably do that. And then, and yeah, I don't want to play with a bunch of like twelve year olds who would think it was funny to shoot at me because I'm like, oh All yeah, you would be a fun think. one to shoot, I'm sure. Yeah, when it came down, that to that was terrifying sounding. Why'd you say that was? A, you look like a fun one to shoot. Uh, they did the same to me. Yeah, because anybody out there who doesn't know Does what they're doing, weakness? obviously. <laughs> yes. Well, hey, your spastic uh, noise you just made. Yeah, that would mm. probably. Um, do you reload? How many paintballs come in the gun? Um, that's good. I don't know how many you fit. It's called the hopper. Of course. I don't know how many fit in there, but you get 500 of them. And I, I went through those in a little over two hours, and then I started borrowing other people's stuff. We're talking about paintball, and they're taking this out of context, anything that I'm saying. Yes. Uh, yeah. Keelan's saying we could do a network paintball day. Oh, Fun Employment Radio uh, we'll Network see. paintball day. We'll see. I don't know. I don't there know. are a lot of other things I'd like to do before we go to network paintball day. <laughs> That's not on the top of your <laughs> there list. There are other things. There are other like things to do, I'm sure. Yeah. That could be fun. It would be. Uh, that would like be Like miniature fun. golf. Whatever happened to miniature golf? I don't know. I really like. I was good at miniature golf. Yeah. Do those do miniature golf courses still exist? I'm sure they do. I'm sure they exist somewhere. Yeah. I, you know, I've been miniature golfing in a long, long time. Yeah. So I don't there was really... a place in Bremerton that um, that I went to like ten years ago. I think it's still there. Yeah. Kinda, now I kind of want to go mini golfing. There's that one. There's the glowing greens downtown, which is just kind of weird because it's like in a basement. Oh yeah. Have you ever been there? No, I have not. It's I know what odd. you're talking about. It's odd. I, I went there a long time ago, and like you're mini golfing in like the basement of a building, and everything's like under black lights. So everything's glowing, uh-huh. Uh-huh. hence the glowing greens. It's strange because I've never really done it inside. Like you usually think miniature golf is outside. Yeah. Well, I maybe, maybe there's there's that you could get really into it or something. So what I'm saying is, network <laughs> miniature golf day, mini golf day sounds like fun. Or going out to Edgefield and doing like the pitch and putt thing. I would do that. Oh, the, the par three mm-hmm. course out there? Yeah, yeah. So what I'm saying is I don't want to be hit by a lot of You're saying you don't want to do paintball? No, because I think that I, – I, I don't want to specifically do paintball with you. Mm-hmm. Why? Because I feel like you'd be mean, and I don't want to do that. <laughs> it's not a matter of being mean. Like I said, mostly you're just fighting not to be hit. That's what, that's, that's what you're going for. Every now and then you get to take somebody else out. Okay. That yeah. was how it worked. I think I'm all right. You're gonna <laughs> Maybe you would have fun. Maybe I shouldn't judge. Okay. But anyway, uh, Keelan is saying we need something that lets us yell at others. <laughs> I didn't do a lot of yelling because I never wanted to give away my position. I oh, was, you didn't want to let <laughs> I, I was. I was. I grew, like, after the first few rounds where I kept getting hit a lot, I started to really value my hiding technique that I, that I cultivated before. And yeah, I bet you did. How to make yourself real small, <laughs> neither seen nor heard. And then find a little opening where people don't see where you're, lo- where you're looking and then hide. Did you find that? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A couple of them. Yeah, I definitely did. Just little hidey holes for children. Little hidey holes and then you'd wait and I'd see this little gap where people were running and they didn't think anybody could see them. And then hide. The duck and cover, neither seen nor heard. It's my skill set, Sarah. It's my skill set. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, 
that's where we're at on that. It was a lot of fun. Tristan shot me in the back. That seems like something Tristan would do. That's what I will take away from this. Mm -hmm. And I will not forget it. I know you won't. All right. Well, should we take a quick break? Because I think our guest is going to be here pretty soon. Yeah. Should be here in a minute. All right. So we'll take a break. Again, though, thank you. That was so much fun. And I had a blast with everybody that came out there. And so, yes, if you'd be interested in doing it, maybe shoot us an email. Maybe we could maybe we could figure out. Sarah is saying no. We'll see. Maybe we'll figure a Greg Fun Employment Radio Day. Sarah, you can, uh, you can just observe. Greg. You can go and just observe and stand on the sidelines. It doesn't cost anything. You just wear the mask and all that stuff. Uh, Sean did that. He, he was just an observer, although he did get shot, too, right in the face the first round. I forgot, just standing there on the sideline, somebody okay. randomly I would him. rather, if I'm not going to sit there with a mask, just being a sitting duck waiting to get shot. That's kind of what Sean did. <laughs> like, got to, like, did that should allow you some like, yep, sort of safety. I was literally just standing here, like, that's okay. on the side. Yeah, that does not sound fun. Yeah. All right, well, we'll, we'll see. Yeah. Just like what my mom would say, like, can we go to the fair today, Mom? We'll see. Yeah, that's Can we enough. go to the mall? We'll see. All right. All right. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Uh, let's take a break. We'll be back here in a minute with more Fun Employment Radio. All That's right. the ticket. How's your volume? Is it good? Feels good. Yeah, it feels good? Feels good. All right, there's a little bit of... Oh. All right, that's right. We that it. feels soothing there. Yeah. Just put, leave that it's in the, the background. the dulcet tones of courage. It is indeed. Fancy words. I know. <laughs> so fancy. I was actually wondering, I'm like, did I just use that right? I think yeah, I did. I think I'm like the Oscar Wilde of Portland right here. <laughs> <laughs> and shit. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> oh, yeah. We don't have to be PG-13 here yet, do we? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Drunk, queer, and verbose. Irish, wild, Irish, uh, Irish and wild, we all are. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Fun Employment Radio. Wait, do we have to be PG-13 now? I, no, yeah, I don't think so. Okay. Just, I'll try to cut back on the dad jokes. I'll have to get consent before I blow your mind. Oh, hey, oh, that's a dumb one. But oh, boy. That oh, works. boy. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the comedy stylings now. <laughs> the one Mr. Todd Armstrong. Todd Armstrong. Waka, waka, waka. <laughs> New dad. Yeah. You need more kooky, like, headshots and, like, you, like, holding a kid in one arm and, oh, like, yeah. Like trying to make spaghetti or something. Oh, like like, oh. like yeah. the, the, the flour on the face. Spaghetti, uh-huh. yes. Yeah. And like maybe, I don't know, some what sort of fancy hat. I don't I'm, know. I'm wiping my head off with garlic bread uh-huh. to soak yeah. up the frustration. And yep. Yep. It's it's already written itself. Like Somebody you get to... me a beer. <laughs> the frustrating calendar of the year. Oh my god. Pudgy dad bod. Mm. Oh, it's so perfect. I can be October. Like me and, me and the kid on like a pumpkin. Oh, oh yeah. You could have a full year. Hell yeah. This is a whole new career for ba- you. Baby's, I, baby's got red hair. I got a red beard. So, like, it's full on. Boom. Oh. Saturday, it was all Irish outfits all day long. Oh, yeah. You can be, like, the gingers. Yeah, full on. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we, I was going with, I was writing a lot of transgender jokes because uh, my kid <laughs> and me both have uh, have red hair but no freckles. So, transgender. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> got an edge, everybody. <laughs> so, is this a thing when you, as you got older, did your beard turn red? Because I've had a lot oh, of yeah. friends who that happened. I could to. not grow a beard until I was literally in Costa Rica. And my buddy's like, man, you look awesome with a beard. And I was 26. And I was like, I can't grow a beard. It just, and it's just, I was like, oh, well. There got, it is. I got a big bald spot right here, so I just kind of shaved to there and yeah, it cover it up. Yeah, it looks like a you know, I guess a lumberjack George Michael beard. And it is. It's a solid beard. <laughs> I didn't know that was a category. Yeah, lumberjack I, George Michael. Well, I like it. My mom says rugged but effeminate, and so I feel that's kind of what you're going for. Lumberjack right? George yeah. Michael. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That, that works. works. You you clip it up, but you're like fuck, and I'm camping. I'll let it go for a couple <laughs> days. <laughs> Girl, that kind of is the like kind of the kind of beard that you go for too. What when I when I grow yeah, it's out? A little, yeah, it's a little yeah. wily, but it's also like pretty kept like that. Like, yeah. It's nice and yeah. cleaned up. Well, I like to keep the neck beard down. I don't like to really grow that part out. No, so I, much. I can't. I don't. Yeah, it itches, it itches so, and it uh, looks weird. And I always feel like I look like the guy from uh, the Burbs. Like you know, oh dang, oh, yeah. the neighbor with the neck beard. Like yeah. that's my go-to reference for neck beard in in my he mind. Was a I'm neck like, beard okay, in a lot of movies. I don't want to. I don't want to get there yet. Uh, maybe I don't know. It was a solid neck beard. No, that's yeah. what you're going for. Yeah. I mean, if that's if that's your thing, I want a neck beard character actor. <laughs> Get me that guy. <laughs> Who do we got? Get the burps guy in here now. Everyone knows that's Johnny Rodriguez, <laughs> the <laughs> neck beard guy, the best in the biz. <laughs> <laughs> but we should explain why we're talking about dad jokes. It's not just Todd just deciding that all of a sudden he's going to be a dad joke yeah. uh, person. He's like, all right, I'm of that age. I'm just I own the uncle joke market, <laughs> so I'm gonna step on into the other sectors <laughs> of dad jokes. <laughs> so Todd just recently. 
had a child. <laughs> yeah, a child. Very a much. Baby. Congratulations. She's so cute. Uh, yeah, I. Uh, I'm you had surprised. a baby. A full, yeah, no, I. We we called it Baby Maui up until uh, it came out of her stomach because it had 30 hours of labor, then a C-section. Oh, Ooh, wow. poor no, lady. No, Steph is a boss. And then uh, I was like, oh, we got a girl. And the first thing my doctor said was. Uh, you don't have to get a circumcision. Because I literally called an audible at the last minute. And I was yeah. like, I can't. If it's a boy, I can't do it. There's no way I can get a circumcision. I don't. I, to me, I just was like, oh, I can't do it. And we're talking with this family in the waiting room. And this ever my family and this stranger family was next to us. And like, why wouldn't you wait to let the child do that? I was like, well, if, if I have a son and I hate to like take away something you couldn't have back. And maybe when he's 13 or 14, he'll ask for it. And they're like, why would you do that to a teenager? And my thought was, well, well, why would you do it to a baby then if it's so bad? So you're doing it to a baby so they won't remember it. So I was like, okay, let's just let's yeah. just hold this out. And then the next day, Iceland announced that they're uh, they're like I guess procedurally not banning, but I guess saying uh, across the board that circumcision should not be done unless there's a medical issue. Huh? Interesting. Interesting. I didn't know that. I but, had no idea. But then I had to have my uh, daughter's frenulum trimmed because she was uh, tongue tied. Her tongue like little. Oh, the little thing. Yeah, my friend's, my friend's kid had that. Yeah. Um, that happened with Lincoln. Yeah, so we had to get her oh, tongue yeah. circumcised, even though uh, so in the long game it worked out. But. <laughs> so you did have to have some <laughs> yeah. sort of circumcision. But it was uh, yeah. So we named her. We named her Aberdeen, and we call her Abby. And oh, that's wonderful. And so it's sur- been about a month, right? Yeah, just uh, it was a yeah. Four weeks Friday, so yeah, oh. wow. so yeah, she'll be thirty-five days on Friday. Oh my god, brand new. What was brand great new. too is when talking to me, he's like, you know what? He's like, fuck, every cliche is is exactly the way that it is. It is, yeah. I cry for no reason. I just look at her and I get. I, I I've always battled with depression. I've mm. always, I have not been depressed since I've been a dad. I have not like. There's not been a blip of like. I've been exhausted to the point of working harder than I ever have. I've been frustrated to the point of like, what did I do? Like, yeah, everything was fine. I was doing jokes in Maui, and we're like, oh, we should have a baby, and like, and I'm I haven't slept in a day and a half, but at no moment have I been not been fulfilled like a genuinely yeah. like a little piece and I was like I'm not saying everyone's like you got depression bro go out and pregnate shit have <laughs> <laughs> a kid <laughs> I've had a long life I found the right person I never thought I'd have kids and Stephanie was the right one and like we we got off the pill when we got back from Maui after discussing like because I was like okay I've done everything I wanted to do in comedy like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm doing shows in Maui like I, so I this isn't yeah. like a happy accent this is like all right no, we're gonna do this absolutely we're in there and I was like okay I'll, I'll be 39 this year you'll be you'll be 36 next year you know maybe we should give this a whirl because it's gonna take us a lot of time I have a bunch of friends in LA that are doing the whole like you know in vitro and all that stuff exactly yeah. they, they picked uh, they picked the writer's life and now they're starting to do the family life later in their 30s and they're having to do all the IFV and stuff mm-hmm. and so my brain was, was like okay I got a motorcycle you got a smart car we live in a studio apartment in fucking northwest Portland we got plenty of time two weeks later she's pregnant oh. like, literally she gets off the pills full on I, I I thought 15 years of smoking pot almost daily would keep those sperm back a little bit, but it did not work at some all. Some people are like that. Exactly. Yeah. Like some people like have to try for three years, and We've, some people are just Neither like of us have ever had an accident. Neither of us have ever had a scare. Like, mm-hmm. like I vote pro-choice, but I've lived pro-life my whole life. Like, I never wanted to have any of that scenario happen, yeah. so I've always been super, super diligent. And so I thought, like, I might even be sterile, you know, because like, everyone, everyone I know has an accident or a scare or something like that. Right. Wow. I, was, I was very cavalier with my fertility, for real. That was <laughs> <laughs> my friend, uh, when she had her kid, the, when she started dating the guy, he's like, oh, I just I don't think I could get any, I don't think I could ever get any pregnant. She's like, oh, I don't think I can get pregnant. Within like two weeks. Dude, Same a- thing. She's like, oh, okay. It was, I mean, it's, it's, it's amazing to me. It's just, it's weird to be, I'm happy to be an old dad, but it's weird that my daughter won't ever know me as a young man. Oh, yeah. All my friends are already starting to tell stories of how I used to be this and I used to be that. And I, I'm a very different man than I was when I was younger, when, mm. I, had, when I had knees and, you know. But now young is different than when we were kids. Because like, I remember my totally dad is. turning 40 when I was a kid, and I remember thinking, that's old. Now, fuck, I'm almost 40. He's 40. Mm-hmm. And I'm yeah. like, that doesn't, October that's not. For me. Yeah, it's one of my, a couple of my best friends are close to 50. I'm like, this doesn't even seem old. Right. I like that, though. I mean, it's. I think you're going to be a young, a younger. Dad no, I than think, you think. We're young at spirit, but now I have to focus on like I've given up fast food and ice cream best I can. Like I don't smoke cannabis anymore. Like I, I really, yeah. Like huh. I, if I if I do at all, I'd cut way back. It's like I mean, I'm trying to do this right. My, yeah. cre- my credit score is up like sixty points since I found out I had a baby. Like what? paid my debt down like sixty percent. Like I've been grinding. Like I started. That's bl- awesome. It, I, I mean, I, I did the whole suburban life in my 20s, and then I, I, I came to comedy as just this whole personal enriching exercise. And so it's been weird to be a professional child for eight years. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, okay, cool, let's do all this stuff. But I, I'm renting cars now because I don't want to buy a car living in the city, so we'll just keep the smart car and the motorcycle. We'll just rent cars when I have to go up to my parents or whatever yeah. around. And, I mean, cars are anywhere from 17 to 50 bucks a day in Portland. And 
Yeah. Car payment, I was like 600 bucks with insurance. Yeah, so. that's not bad. I know I basically use my car just to go visit my niece yeah. or my family, like up in Seattle. That's why I keep it around. That's what I do. And I'm, and I'm booking gigs where um, I'll be the stay at home dad, but I'll still work at night. And Yeah, because you're still really active in comedy. So mm-hmm. I know that you were t- saying that you're kind of transitioning from what you're doing in comedy. Yeah, it's, I'm still keep uh, basically. Um, <laughs> The best route for me is to continue to open for the big name people that like me to open for them. And it's right. a good life and it pays well to be a feature comic and just have – to be the, the unknown person like, oh, wow, that's a good appetizer for that entree I ordered. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. And, and I like that life and it's good. But then I also need to produce more shows and come out because I've never been one to do with that stuff. So I'm producing more shows, helping out with more festivals, doing more consulting work for comedy production. Um, I do a jury duty show. I'm doing that. Yeah, yeah that's what we were talking about at the beginning of this show. I love that. I mean, because everybody in the theme shows have been the kick in comedy for a good five mm-hmm. or six years. It's podcasts and theme shows. Everybody mm-hmm. likes that. Um, everybody steals each other's ideas. Everything's so absolutely on top of each other. Like you have the dope show and the gateway show. And then it's like they're all the same thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So for me, I, I love parliamentary debate. I love improv. I love roast battles. And I love just a show that will have a little bit of everything. And Let's get – millennials, they like to be on the damn phone, and they're always talking. They want to be the center of attention. Mm. They, they do talk well more than any, I'd say, generation that I run into in comedy. <laughs> and so we want people involved. So each of the comics will go up and do a seven-minute set. A second comic will go to do their best seven-minute set, and then those two comics will then will coin flip, and they'll take a pro-con of a topic we decide from the audience. And so they, do they do a set after that? Uh, it's three-minute pro, and okay. then opposing a three-minute con, one-minute rebuttal, one-minute rebuttal, and then the audience votes. So, on who wins? Uh, oh, yeah. So we've done, like, uh, do vaccines cause Jenny McCarthyism? All the way from, like, <laughs> abstract, stupid, all the way to are men responsible for putting the toilet seat down every time? Oh, wow. And so it's like impromptu speaking. I remember abs- I took, yeah. I took speech debate. classes. Absolutely. Debate. Parliamentary debate mm-hmm. yeah. and impromptu yeah. for comics. Because so, I remember taking impromptu speech mm-hmm. when they give you a topic and you're like, all right, uh-huh. fuck, you have, yeah, to, you, like, you have seven minutes. And mm-hmm. I love those classes. I, those I, yeah. kind of fun. I went to college on a scholarship for that. Yeah, nice. I, literally, I, went to, I, was, I got offered at Whitman College and a couple other ones, and I went to Clark on a full ride, literally here, to, on, on an impromptu. Wow. Because <laughs> I can't remember my speeches, and so I got over My first time I tried this whole getting over the – uh, anxiety, panic attacky thing was I tried speech and debate in high school and I got really good at impromptu yeah. specifically and parliamentary specifically. Oh, got, that's awesome. Yeah, because I hate speaking in public, yeah. but I took, when I um, lived in Seattle and went to Catholic school, they had these big conferences where you could do speech classes. You'd hide behind that lectern. Exactly. And it wouldn't be that many people. There would just be some, yeah. and they'd give you a topic, and that was less stressful for me because I can bullshit. For, yeah, Same exactly. Way. Three judges is all I had you mm-hmm. impressed with. It, that's and I, exactly and, it. And I do seven minutes. I didn't know I was a stand-up comic then, but I would be just doing st- – I remember literally being 19 years old in the Clark uh, – it was the Clark County – I'm sorry, the Clackamas County Debate Tournament or whatever it was. I got second place uh, because I literally had to argue against medical marijuana. And I love the fact <laughs> – I remember being 19 years old. It's like, no, there will never be a hospital with a break emergency in case of last with a bong sitting behind it. No one <laughs> and I remember saying that thing. And, and I was an adult like more than 20 years later. I was like, yeah, I was full of shit, but I still won that case. I yeah. Totally won that. I, got, I got the little plaque at home still. Like, right. <laughs> it's good to be able to did, argue Did it ever that. make you think of becoming an attorney? My mom always is literally my entire life told me I would be a comic or an attorney. Like yep. since I have a memory, my mom was always – when I was two or three, it was constant why, how, explain, take this apart, show me. Mm-hmm. So there was never, unless there was logic behind it, she never would let it. I could never let it go. That's kind of like you, Greg. Didn't you say that your mom said that you were always like, "But mm-hmm. why? But why?" Yeah. How come? Yeah. Because yeah. I said, "Why? Well, why, why? You say that? Why? Why?" Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I asked why all the time. Yeah. If there was something I didn't understand, I still have a, ve- a real good memory. I mean, I was probably like four or five when this happened, but I remember being in, in the car and having this confliction. I couldn't understand why trains were not on the road and why cars were not on the train tracks because I, I just didn't get what, yeah. what the difference was yet. And I just kept asking why, but why? Why can't we drive yeah, on the train That's annoying even track? when you tell the story. <laughs> no, yeah. that's like... I remember my mom just freaking out and just finally just being, because, just because, stop asking. Me. I'm going to smother you I, with something. I, I was, she was probably super patient. I probably did it, for like, it was yeah. probably 20 <laughs> minutes of me Badgering or trying no, to get the trying to understand. That's good though. That's I mean because I, for me, uh, unknowns always created fear, and yeah. that's what I've, that's why I've always loved documentaries and stuff. Because when I was a kid, I was uh, all my reports in school were always on like UFOs and Easter Island and Amelia Earhart. Mm-hmm. So whenever you had your option to do those mm-hmm. reports, I'd be like, dude, let's do mysteries. Like there mm-hmm. is no chance Bigfoot exists because I know we talked about this in the same show. Before, right, right, yeah, but yeah. There's not support, uh-huh. caloric support. So I love that <laughs> yeah, stupid yeah, yeah. stuff as a kid. So that helped me as I laid in bed, go like Bigfoot's gonna get me. There's gonna be monsters mm-hmm. under my bed. There's got to be ghosts. And I'm like, yeah. dude, there's no way there's ghosts when you look at physics. Like, fucking, are you serious? Like. <laughs> <laughs> so even at 13, I, I loved the whys. Yeah. And that's where I think all my comedy comes yeah. from, too, is why, how, light bulb. 
Yeah. So with the yeah, jury yeah. duty show, are you the one that – are you the judge? Yeah, I kind of go over there moderate it. And so I basically treat it like each of the comics uh, have their opening – their seven-minute TV set, if you will, so they can introduce their opening statement, their, yeah. their person to the crowd. And then we go up and then if, say, if someone – the funnest one we had in Salem was uh, if the toilet paper goes in the front <laughs> or the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is no, yours? That's a debate we've had on here. Yeah. Many it, times it, we're many opposite. Times. What is yours? Uh, it's always the front. Always the front. Be, be, it's be, under. Be, because the, the patent shows the, the – the the, the, the that, patent does the the patented product things change so, so like on stage so, no I get that and so, evolve so on stage uh, I like I'll be on stage bringing uh-huh. up and showing that uh-huh. uh, when someone brings up a bullshit fact I'll be googling it as they're talking so it, I'm just kind of a bullshit barometer on stage and I keep it rolling we have fun it's mm-hmm. it's a little wild and out hype showy because we have a little too much fun but yeah it's it's that's awesome it's great it's it's super improv super low key the audience is encouraged to have their phones out. After their stand-up set, so it teaches people that there's a time to put your phone away and a time to be all right to have your Good, phone. Good, so you're out. teaching now you like etiquette. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If and we don't talk during the comic sets, when I'm on stage, you can talk whatever you want. So it teaches the audience too. Like if we're doing a debate, you can chitter chattel British Parliament, rabble, rabble, rabble. Mm-hmm. But when the comics are on stage by themselves, you need to be quiet. They're presenting their case to you: seven minutes, three yep. minutes, one minute. Yeah. Oh, this is, so who are who's on the lineup tomorrow? Uh, Adam Posse, uh, wonderful. Shane uh, Brennan, uh, Kristen Koopenbender, Alex Rios, Chris Johnson, and Dylan Jenkins. Awesome! Yeah, a great lineup. And then uh, all surprise for the fun point we're We're having Amanda Arnold come in and do a little uh, cleanup spot in the middle. Oh, very she's cool! Nice. She's great. Uh, we're promoting the Undertale Comedy Festival down at. Uh, so I was going to ask that. That's in Lincoln City, yeah. right? Yeah, that's so- going to be the. That's it's kind of. I'm a I'm a sucker for finding out about restaurants before they get big. Mm-hmm. You know, like eating in the food cart just as they transition to the brick and mortar. Before yeah, everyone finds out about the brick and mortar. Right. I feel that that's what this festival is going to be. It's it's a it's a focus where it's it's it'll never be as large as like a just for laughs or and and it's going to take ten years to get to a Bridgetown. But then like a big sky festival where they're focusing on keeping the comics happy, entertained, mm-hmm. and bringing in focused acts that want to be here. Mm-hmm. It's great. So when is that happening in Lincoln City? Uh, April 26th, 27th, and 28th. Okay. And, uh, Ron Funches, it's headlining the festival, but it's got like Lori Kilmartin, Ron Lynch, Jeff Dye, uh, Shane Moss. I know myself, Gabe Dinger, Bree Pruitt, uh, a bunch of friends of the show. I can keep Wonderful. listening. Wonderful, uh, yeah. Ott, uh, like Dylan Jenkins, who I just said there. Oh, people seem like comics seem stoked about it because I keep seeing people posting like if they've been accepted to the festival. Yeah, uh, the, the hotel's provided for, like. So that's awesome. where is it happening? It's happening at the Eventuary, which is this amazing venue in Lincoln City, and then like the Black Squid Beer and two other ones, like big halls. Like it's going to be pretty big. That's cool. So oh, it's all all three of these are going to be having it throughout yeah. throughout the different days. Uh, I'm producing. Like I got asked to do a, a theme show this year, and instead of because there's a, so many marijuana theme shows nowadays, mm-hmm. I, yeah. I, I just license one from the one I think that does the best job. So I'm going to just be doing my version of the dope show. Uh, it's real popular in Seattle. They're, they're actually doing that. Uh, I shouldn't tell you this, but this, uh, in Portland, the same time I'm doing jury duty, so don't go to that one. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't go, to, go to jury duty no, tomorrow. But, but support uh, Tyler Smith is a great show. My buddy Andrew Rivers is on that show. If you want to go to that, please do that. But please then, come to Helium instead that night. Come to Helium. Yeah. So that's tomorrow night, March yeah. 21st. That's Wednesday. Wednesday, March 21st, Helium Comedy Club. That is the jury duty one. And then Undertow is April 26th, 27th, 28th yeah. in Lincoln City. And also, I wanted to ask you about Blaze Trail Production. So is that your production company? Yeah. It's just, that logo's fucking sweet, man. My buddy Mike Falsgraf, he, we've, he grew up out this way. He's an amazing dude. He now lives in Pittsburgh. He does all the graphics for Marin Bikes and all the like tra- like really high-end mountain bike companies. Oh, yeah, so yeah. he asked me to do me a favor, and he, he put that together as a joke because everyone's always you know me stoned hiking all the time. Uh-huh. Blaze Trail. And then... <laughs> oh, you're finding all like, your magical rocks? No, Absolutely, things. absolutely, and so uh, so uh, long and the short of it is between comedy shows, cannabis festivals, like food events, and then also just like hiking tours. And mm-hmm. That's what that's what it, the Blaze Trails for is for people that want to go out awesome. and, and see nature, and people that want to have good quality, you know, I guess non conventional comedy events. And I'm yeah, just, I'm there to just that's what you are. You're non conventional. That's what I, we love about you. <laughs> I love the fact that I got I rode a motorcycle here, and but I still get called hippie by hippies. So oh yeah, it's a good. <laughs> I like the balance. Well, follow That's the, awesome. Todd is multi-talented and a proud father. Congratulations yes. again. That's yeah, so exciting. Seriously. So, uh, yeah, just check out Blaze Trail Productions. You can check me out at armtoddstrong.com. i got a bunch of fun stuff coming up. But, uh, yep, Go see him tomorrow Strong. night at uh, Helium Comedy Club. Yeah, yes, don't please. go to that other thing that's happening. Yeah, no, we yeah. do that I in the future. We'll do the other stuff in the future. <laughs> 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 in the future. Plenty of time to do tonight. both. Yeah, but if so anybody, do that one later on. Yeah, message me if y'all folks want free tickets, but I can hit you up. So. Oh, awesome. Where can they oh, message cool. you at? Just uh, on Facebook? Armtoddstrong, dot, or armtoddstrong at gmail.com if you wish, or just hit me up at any of the websites, Facebook, anywhere. Awesome. All right, we'll put that link in the show summary. Yes, absolutely. Todd, it's so awesome to see you. I love seeing you. 
years. We love you. But I, yeah, I mean, shit, we haven't talked about I wanted the, the fact, last time I saw you guys, before, I introduced you to Preacher at Bridgetown. And now he yeah. got like second place in America's Got Talent. Oh, is that what he did? Yeah, he blew up. Now well, he's Greg was saying he was. Headlining I was like, because I saw him. Well, he is coming to helium. Yeah, he's going like, back to helium what? now. But he, yeah, he is blowing the hell up. When I was Tony, how like when I was like, you guys need to watch this kid. Yeah, like, you're right. Uh huh. Yeah, he just. They make, I'm getting goosebumps on how happy I am. No, that's this. true because Greg just brought up Preacher the other day. Dude, yeah, I was taking a look at what the helium schedule was. I'm like, oh yeah, he's full on. We met him with Todd across the country. Wow. Good for him. Awesome. Like it's it's fun for me where it's like uh, a lot of like I saw Curtis Cook. He's I mean right for the Jim Jeffries show. He's doing mm-hmm. great stuff. And he's like mm-hmm. he's like I remember when you, I first started. You, you said I had it, and I was like, no, it's pretty he obvious. Does. You you can see the people that have it. it the second mm-hmm. uh, the, I remember the first moment I saw Curtis Cook on stage, it was during um, one of the like Portland's funniest people mm-hmm. contests, and I'd never seen him before. I saw him like that. Whatever is going yeah. on, that he it's has so it. good. Oh yeah. Uh, I mean, there's so many comics right now, that, but, but Shane, they just come to the show. I can simply say half of the comic, Coop, um, Dylan, I mean, all six people in the show are amazing. Yeah. I, I really can't complain. I mean, and me and Amanda Arnold, we're, we're from Portland, and we're just like, if we actually tried, we if we had any less of the Portland lack of ambition, we'd probably own the world. But we're like, nah, this is, we like this place, right? <laughs> this here. is good. It seems like you have enough going on. <laughs> no, yeah, I think I, you're doing pretty I good. I three jobs that I all love, so it works out. Yes. That's pretty amazing. And, and a lady and a baby. That's you're right. doing all is right with the world. Well, yeah, awesome. go go support the show and, and write to Arm, um, Arm Todd Strong. Yeah, and uh, yeah. buy a Blaze Trail t-shirt next month when I have them out. Ooh, nice. I'm going to print it up, yeah. Sweet. Be, oh, be... Can we do a little t-shirt swap? Hell yeah, I'll bring all you guys right. on course. Oh, Excellent. Okay. I can get you one of each. You can get the four color way and you can get the two color way, like one that looks like the one that looks stonery, and then you get the one that looks blazery. Ooh, so, there we go. Or do you see? I'll just fuck it. One of each. Yeah, I don't matter. Know. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> bye, guys. Awesome. All right. Bye. All right thanks, thanks, Todd. Todd. All right. Uh, we'll be back in a bit with more Fun Employment yep. Radio. All right. There it was. Todd Armstrong right here on Fun Employment Radio. He is so like high energy and just full of he life. Is. Yeah, that's awesome. So congratulations to him. And uh, yeah, go go see his show. I mean, Todd is Todd is really fun to see live, and that's the thing that I like about Todd too is he very much knows who he is, and like, and he'll be the first person to say like some, he's not everybody's cup of tea. Like some, you know, some right. people like him, some people don't, but he just gives no shits. Yeah, <laughs> Todd, Todd is awesome. So yeah, go check him out at Helium Comedy Club and all, everything else that's going on too. Uh, we do have, I know we're starting to run out of time, but we do have to do a little bit of all talk really quick. Woo! Listen to that jaunty tune. I've told you this is one of those songs that gets stuck in my head when I'm trying to sleep. Do you ever have things that just kind of loop in your mind? Yeah, I can see this one doing yep. it. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. And uh, we need an update on the Fun Employment Radio Tournament of Champions. Yes, indeed, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. The March Madness tr- Tournament is going on right now. And actually, before we talk about the Tournament of Champions, I do want to bring up that the women's tournament is also going on for the NCAA Insanity of the Month before April. And uh, the University of Oregon and Oregon State women are killing it. Killing it. They're doing pretty good. They're doing really good. So uh, Oregon State took out Tennessee, which is a big thing. And uh, they're both both teams are in the Sweet 16 right now. In On the men's side... Oregon and Oregon State suck. So we'll just skip that part. So talking about the tournament as far as who is in it right now, the funemploymentradio.com slash TOC. You can follow along. And I'm taking a look here right now at where we're at. So over this weekend, we got up to where now we're going to be in the Sweet 16. 16 teams left out of the 64 that started the tournament. And taking a look at our bracket, Uh where we are all competing against each other, well, Sarah, I'm not seeing you on the first well, page. Well, I'm looking at the numbers well, of wait, points. Well, wait, hold up. I don't think I see you on the second I page am. either. I oh, am. Oh, there you are. I am. I'm at the way top down of the there. second page. At I'm not way down there. 20, I'm very at to- the top of the second at page. At number 29. But let me under- let me see this because I don't what Greg said, like giving me the shush thing. But I'm saying rankings, I have more points than you right now. I have 31 mm. correct picks, and you have 30. How am I bl- behind you? Well, Sarah, here's how it works. Because they're weighted the further along you go. That's why the first round doesn't matter as much as you think. Because you got one point for that, but I believe it's two points, and then three, four, five. It's, it ranks up. So the further along you go, the more points you get. Which is why right now I am sitting at, okay, it's number 16 in the Final Appointment Radio Tournament of Champions. Yeah, that's not impressive. But... I uh, still am ranked higher than you. So that's where we're at right now as of this moment. Okay, at this moment, yes. 
as of this moment. But then if I if I shut up about this, Greg, that means you have to give me my proper accolades when I start kicking your ass after the games start again. How do you? Uh, why, what makes you think that that's going to happen? I will give you. I will give you that you're ahead of me in the ranking. All right, right. Now. thank you very much. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. I also have like fifty or sixty well, more possible points. Those to are win just numbers. You. People don't really. Those are numbers that calculate the winner. Those are what people Turd. say. No, in all honesty, though, with the tournament, uh, so many people are completely screwed because of the top seeds losing. So the t- the top seeds are out. The anybody who picked a bunch of underdogs is probably sitting in a pretty good position right now. Yeah, all four of my um, teams are still. All four th- teams that you would pick for the final four? Mm-hmm, for the final four. Yeah, well, you're probably one of the only ones that have that. So <laughs> uh, it is, yeah, there's been some huge upsets. Virginia losing in the first round to a number 16 team. That is the first time that has ever happened. And hundred, the number one seeds are 135-0, and 0, or were 135-0 and 0 in the history of the tournament until Virginia lost to University of Maryland, Baltimore County. So that's uh, that's the big difference on that. That's who I'm rooting for. UMBC. Oh, wait. No, they're already out, too. No, they're out. Dang it. Yeah. So there isn't even a... Okay, Loyola, Chicago. That's the underdog. So I do have... That's Ken- who I'm rooting for So I still for have Kentucky winning the next round from that. <sighs> well. I have Kentucky going to the Final Four. Well, you're sitting in a pretty good position for that mm-hmm. right now. We'll see what happens. But anyway, there we go. You can follow along, funemploymentradio.com slash DOC. See where everybody else is at right there. Greg, I'm so happy that your voice is better and that you don't have a concussion from getting hit in the head with a paintball. Yeah, that rung my bell pretty good. That was I've fun, only though. heard somebody else use that phrase once. When oh, that, you, was, that was Ryan. Remember when we were in Hawaii and Jay knocked him over? And he said he it's really when you have a ringing bell. in your head. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of travels, we're less than a month away from... Going to Alaska, and oh my God, Greg, I'm getting so excited. Indeed, funemploymentradio.com slash Alaska. We are taking the show on the road to Alaska. You are all invited to join us. There is a group of people who are already heading up there, and thank you so much for coming along. If you do decide to go up, uh, what you'll be getting is a personal bar tour uh, through Anchorage, Alaska, with Sarah, myself, and uh, the members of Courage. On top of that, you'll get a live Fun Employment radio show that we'll be doing at an undisclosed location that you'll get to hang out at in. Secret. And then on the Saturday of the whole trip, there will be a live Courage show in Alaska. First time ever that Courage has played Alaska. We will see what happens. Pick up the Courage albums at CourageMusic.com and uh, help support Marner. It really That'd be helps. awesome. Uh, so you can pick up the Courage albums or listen to it on Spotify and all that stuff. It is going to be a ton of fun. And we're going to be doing lots of video. There's lots of things that will go along with it. If you want to come along, again, funemploymentradio.com slash Alaska. If you have interest in sponsoring the trip, maybe you don't want to go to the trip, but you want to do something else, we're always open to ideas. We sure so are. So send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com, and let us know. And, yeah, because uh, we will be doing a lot of video content. So if you want to be featured in that and have an idea, let us know. Absolutely. Of, of note, also, uh, I think Willamette Week opened up best of Portland nomination. So if you want to nominate us for oh, best podcast, yeah. Oh. You can uh, do that. We'll we'll talk more about that another time. But also tomorrow's live show for Fun Employment Radio supporters will be going an hour early. It's Wednesday, March 21st. We're going at 11 a.m. tomorrow morning, just a one-off uh, 11 a.m. tomorrow and morning. And we'll send out reminders. I'll let everybody know 11 a.m. 11 a.m. March 21st will be March a live 21st. show instead of the usual. Night. And we might be doing a little bit of video, so uh, stay tuned. There we are. All right. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Go see Todd tomorrow. We'll be back also with more Fun Employment Radio. Tomorrow at 11 a.m. That's not the full web address.